Ramble. Okay, so lately I've really been catching myself stalking Haley Bald, Haley Bieber's Instagram. That's so weird to say still. I love her style so much. I get so much inspiration from her. I love that she's super casual, but she always looks put together. The only problem is when you look at celebs for style inspo, you quickly find out that their outfits are super expensive and a shirt could easily be $600. No one, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to pay $600 for a shirt or pants, but I love getting style inspiration from celebrities and stuff. So I try to find things that are really similar that they're wearing, but just go to places that are a lot more affordable, like justfab.com. So shout out to them for being one of our sponsors for this episode. JustFab brings you everything that's new and trending in shoes, clothing, and accessories so you can look like a million bucks on your budget. They have a style quiz that you can follow and you get personalized items that are just for you. You can shop as a guest or you can also become a JustFab VIP member. And trust me, if you're a VIP, it is the best way to shop. VIPs save up to 30% off on all retail prices. And I love that they're totally considerate and they have a flexible membership. So each month you can decide if you want to shop or if you want to skip and save some money. So now's the time to sign up as a VIP member because right now you'll get your first JustFab style for as low as $10. Go to JustFab.com basic now to get this exclusive VIP offer. That's JustFab.com basic to get your first style for just $10. JustFab.com basic. Oh my gosh, you guys! We have such an exciting announcement right now. Whatever you're doing, put it down. We need your full sit down, strap in. We've got a huge announcement. What's happening? We're not even exaggerating, which no, is the best part. We're actually not lowish. What's happening? Tell them. Pretty basic. It's going to be live. <laughs> we are going to be doing live shows. We are so stupid excited. Also very nervous because... So nervous. When we record this, we are sitting... Anytime we record, we're just sitting in a room together, just us. But you guys have responded so well to the podcast and asked for this, and we decided to deliver. So we're actually going to be doing four live shows. So you guys can buy tickets, come watch us record a full episode of Pretty Basic, and it's going to be live. It's going to be so much fun. We're doing four different stops just to kind of test it out and see if you guys like it and if how it goes and everything. But we're so freaking excited. So for the four stops we're making, the first one is on Wednesday, April 24th in Los Angeles at The Regent. The second one is Thursday, April 25th in San Francisco at the Swedish American Hall. The third is on Saturday, April 27th in San Diego at the Observatory. And the last one is Sunday, April 28th in Tempe, Arizona at the Tempe Improv. So if you guys live close to any of those cities, we would love for you to come out, get a ticket, and just hang out with us while we record. We're so excited. Tickets go on sale February 1st at prettybasiclive.com. But if you guys use the pre-sale password Pretty Basic, you can get your tickets today, January 30th at 6 a.m. Eastern Time for the pre-sale. I feel like it's appropriate because you guys are the listeners that you guys get a little inside scoop before, you know, the viewers from our main channel and all of that here about it. Oh my God, I'm so excited! (laughs) I'm freaking out. So we're so sorry if we're not coming to any of your cities, but who knows? Maybe this could be something bigger if this is a... If it's a success, if you guys have fun, if we have fun... We're all just going to hang out. It's going to be a good time no matter what. We're manifesting a good time. I literally cannot wait to see you guys there. Again, tickets go on sale Friday, but pre-sale tickets go on sale today, January 30th at 6 a.m. Just make sure to use the pre-sale password PRETTYBASIC. Go to prettybasiclive.com to get tickets and more information if you want it. Basic. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome back to Pretty, Pretty Basic. Bring, bring. You're so much better at it. Bring. No, your tongue. Bring. I can't roll my R's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. It was really bad. Imagine having an R name and not being able to roll your R's. Ew. Sorry, that was. Was that you trying? Tingles. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Ew. Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, back no. to our really elite podcast. <laughs> Really um, cotillion-friendly, uh-huh. beautiful podcast. Oh, fully, fully. Did you go to cotillion growing up? No. My parents stuck me in like four different cotillions. Oh. I'd wear a ball gown every week. Uh, I always wanted an excuse to wear a ball gown every I week. I had like those really excessive ones that like had the... The like hoop in it? It had like the the chiffon material had like flower petals within it. Do you know what oh I'm talking about? Oh my God, about? yeah. <laughs> like, like in it. I was that OC. 
bitch. Anyway, so <laughs> um, wait, we should start off with a game. Didn't you have a game plan? Oh my god! She has a game plan, but she wouldn't Sorry. tell me what it is. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I totally forgot. Well, I'm glad it's for this episode. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was just minding my own business, driving to the gym As the other she does. day, <laughs> and I'm listening to Kiss FM. Shout out Ryan Seacrest, which I used to listen to all the time. I'm I like, hate it. it. When I hear it, I have like PTSD back to like being late to middle school. school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm like, I'm yeah. late. I'm like, oh my god, Ryan. Roses, right? I hate Ryan's roses. That I know, gives me anxiety. I know, but it's interesting. Anyways, um, so they played a game, okay, and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to play this on Pretty Basic. If you had a major heartbreak tonight, if you got broken up with tonight, if you had the worst heartache of ever tonight, what would you eat? Like, if you could have any free, like, this is what I'm gonna eat, yeah. and what celebrity would you have with you? Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking my feet like a little schoolgirl right she's now. She's Um Like, is your go-to question. pizza? I is it like say, I've never been through a breakup, but it's I a light feel question, like you know? I you know, but I feel like my my brain when you said that immediately went to Ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> I love Don't, isn't that, that like a thing? I like yeah. I just resonate that with the break. I like, think of like Aquamarine, Aquamarine, her in the tub eating fish food ice cream. But I think I'd want one of those ones with like the the core thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the raspberry yeah. jam one. Ugh, that with Chris Evans. That's my answer. Dang, yeah, I love I'd that. get over it real quick. Well, though. I was thinking, I was like. <laughs> Okay, food, I'm, like, actually not sure. I do love pizza. Like, I do love a good pizza. Mm -hmm. But I feel like breakup is more of a chocolate thing. You know what I mean? And you're just, like, sobbing into your ice cream (gasps) Maybe I would have chocolate and pizza. Ooh, like the M&M's. I feel like you with your weird oh, food would put no, M&M's on a pizza. No, one time for a weird food combination video, I put Nutella on cheese pizza. It was so good. Ew. I know. I was like, ew, this is disgusting. I took a bite and I was like, oh my God. Ew. Would no. that be your breakup food then? Honestly, yeah. Nutella, Nutella on cheese pizza. pizza. So freaking good. And then um, I had to think about this for a second because I was like, okay, who, what oh, celebrity would like give me advice? Like who would I want? And um, it could just be because she's huge right now. But I was like, I feel like Ariana Grande would be there and be like, girl, you are so beautiful. Like you don't need yeah. him. Yeah. Well, yeah. What does she do? She'd yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Girl, you know, you're just so beautiful. Like you don't need him. And I'd be like, like, yeah, you're, you're right, Ari. Right. Right. Thank stuffing you, my face with pizza. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Um, I take back my Chris Evans. I'm going to say Chrissy Teigen. Oh, Chrissy Teigen. Just because I feel like I have to. Oh, and, and she I can cook to. for you. She can. Oh, my God. Yeah, her fried, John's fried chicken. Oh, my God. She would cook so. Or you know who'd be funny? Oh. Cardi. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, oh, girl, you don't need him. Like, literally. Like smacking. <laughs> She would be so. I feel like I'd feel so much better. Yeah. I feel like I'd be like, you're right. I don't need anyone. Yeah. Like, I think she turned really down good. Offset with those flowers on stage. Like She's a bad gal. And I'm sure she was just like, whatever. I love her. That was a good game. It was, that was it. Good I thought job. it was so funny. And I'm glad that you sprung it on me. I begged for the questions beforehand. She like, I was like, it's going to take 10 seconds. Yeah. But um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, Ryan said he would have pizza and then J-Lo because she would eat it with him. J-Lo eats pizza, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> what? She's so And I was great. like, oh, that's true. Like, Ariana wouldn't have the pizza because she's vegan. So get, maybe I should have get someone skinny else. Skinny bitch. Oh, yeah, we could get skinny bitch pizza. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Dang. Oh, my God. That's also, so it's your breakup. You eat the whole Wait, pizza. Wait. Oh, my God. This kind of segues great into, like, kind of what we were thinking of talking about, too, because we were thinking about that whole big sis idea that we talked about the other week. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of like, who would you want there as your big sis? Yeah. You know, eating with you. I think Chrissy, honestly, Chrissy, I think would give me really good, solid advice. And obviously, she's in a great relationship, which we don't know, but it seems like it. Yeah. So I think she would have great advice, actually. I think so, too. Yeah. And I like for someone, i.e. me, <laughs> who's never had a big sister before, or really anyone to kind of look up to like that. I think it'd be so great. And I'm so lucky where I have, I mean, I have like a sorority big sis. I have my sorority friends. I have all my friends in real life Mm -hmm. out here who have helped me through a lot, but I've never had like a blood related sister. Mm. So, and I feel like I've always missed out with that. I've got my brother, but like, and we're, we're really, really close, but there's a bond that I think sisters have and brothers have that, that when you're alike in that way. Oh my God, completely. That, yeah, you can't really, I don't know, emulate. In case people didn't listen to the other episode, do you want to kind of just say what we were Ooh, saying? Oh, yeah. So in the, I believe it was the episode where we talked about Hawaii and Coachella. Mm-hmm. And I talked a little bit about how in another episode, we just keep referencing episode after episode. In the 2018 recap, I nonchalantly mentioned that I had lost my virginity during the year of 2018. Then 
from that episode, I had so many people reaching out to me on Twitter and in my DMs and everything like that, just asking me to elaborate more, whether it be like, oh my God, how was it? Did it hurt? What was it like? Also, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you know, did you feel pressure? Do you feel like you just like threw it, like, threw it away? Can you just like, please like talk more about it? Because when I was going through it and I, I highly recommend listening to it because we talked more about it then and we'll I feel like I'm not going to get as into it right now because there's more stuff I want to talk about. But I just felt all this pressure for so long to lose it. And it was for like years on end. I was just like, do I do it? I don't know. There were like struggles with religion, struggles with myself, struggle with morals, struggles with just the guy in general. So I kept like, you know, it was this whole inner turmoil thing. And then I finally gave in and I talked a little bit about it and about that pressure. And from that episode, we decided we wanted to do this one where we were going to talk about you know, relationships. Just more of like advice, I feel like, or things we wish we knew or things we didn't realize till later or just different stuff like that because I think that, I don't know, I kind of like that idea and I think it could be fun. Um, I... Oh my God, do you see me shaking right now? Yeah. I'm shaking, (laughs) I'm scared. I'll be okay. Personally, for me, the thing that I struggled with or a thing I struggled with was losing my virginity and the whole idea and the pressure behind that. And beforehand... I was doing research on YouTube, on videos of watching girls talking about losing theirs and how it was. And I'd ask my friends, did it hurt? How was it? What do I do? What happens? And so I realized like this is like a really strange thing for me to talk about and be this open with and be so open about something so incredibly personal. Which I mean – I think everyone really appreciates that. I'm way more reserved in a lot of ways. <laughs> so it just, I think, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could be as open as you are sometimes. Ugh. Well, thank you. I feel you. like everyone listening can like know, they know that. But uh, you know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know where my filter is. It must have gotten we lost. We balance each other great. <laughs> but no, we really do. Mm-hmm. And I, for me, t- it's worth it to open up and be vulnerable and have people know about my stupid sex life and the the mistakes that I've made if it helps somebody out. Well, because we, we had thought about doing a Q&A episode, but mm-hmm. then we also thought it could be cool to kind of for us to do our own thing first. And then from that, you guys can have specific questions and maybe later we can do a more like Q&A episode thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, friends is such a, I've seen that a lot. A lot of people are saying, how do you, can you talk on pretty basic about toxic friendships, losing a friend when I have no friends? Mm-hmm. And um, that's a hard one. I think... For me personally, I mean, I've I've had quite a few toxic friendships in my life, but I also think that it is really important to step back from the situation and recognize, you know, it takes two to tango. It's mm-hmm. a two-way street. Like as much as I want to like be upset at someone for hurting me or doing this to me or making me feel this way, there I, I guaranteed I've done, you know, Maybe not the same thing, but I'm sure that I've made them feel sad too. Oh my God, I didn't tell you something that I had, a breakthrough that I had with a therapist. Oh my God. Yeah, so I, I've had a lot of friendship breakups in my life and some, you know, before a lot before YouTube and some unfortunately on YouTube, some with YouTube friends, some with just friends in real, you know, outside of YouTube. And I always had this fear. And this is what I realized with the therapist just while talking to her through all of my friendships and like what what's going on. She was like, what do you think? It was your biggest fear with it. What I've realized is that sometimes just like a relationship isn't meant to work out with a guy, sometimes friendships aren't meant to work out. And sometimes Mm -hmm. people come into your life to teach you a lesson. And then once you learn that lesson and it's been taught, then it's okay to kind of part ways and, you know, grow separately. If you come back together, great. If not, great. But my biggest fear all along and why I would like cling on to these friendships when we both knew like not not good anymore was a reputation thing for me. Mm. It was... I don't want to be known as a girl who can't keep friends mm. because I know, I know I'm a good friend. I know I like, I am a good friend. And so, but people are going to see me have these people in my life. And then, you know, just something, maybe we just don't get along anymore. Maybe I have a realization. Maybe they have a realization. Maybe I'm the toxic friend. Maybe they're the toxic oh, friend. Oh my God. Like I, you know, for any reason we have our friendship breakup and that's totally fine. But what I was more scared of than that, because I can totally come to terms with that. And that's a normal realistic thing is that, not everyone's going to stay in your life forever. It's that people are going to see me and think that I am not a good friend when I I know I am, but I can't change people's opinions about me. So going along with this episode, a huge piece of advice that I think we both can share is that putting yourself first and just taking care of yourself from the inside out is so truly important and will genuinely change your life. 
It can be anything from eating better, going to the gym, just anything like that. But also mental health is such a huge, huge thing. I know the idea of taking care of yourself and mental health can be a very overwhelming thing to start with, but a really great way to just kind of begin your journey and just help yourself out is with the Calm app. We're actually really excited to partner with them. They are the number one app to help you sleep, meditate, and relax. And if you guys go to calm.com slash basic, you'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programs, including... Like I said, guided meditations on issues like anxiety, stress, focusing. There's also the daily calm. So they have a brand new one every single day for you. And sometimes I actually have problems sleeping at night. Me. <laughs> do you really? I do a lot. I'm like, sometimes actually, once, once I sleep, I'm like out, like yeah. I am out like light, but it takes me a while to get there sometimes. So when I need help, there's things like sleep stories on there, which are basically bedtime stories for adults, which I think is so cute. No, it is so helpful because like I said, it can be hard. My mind can just be going, especially if I'm editing super late at night mm-hmm. and then try to go to bed my mm-hmm. mind is it's everywhere. still running right it's yeah. crazy so having like a little story or something just white noise in the background that you don't have to necessarily focus on but mm-hmm. it's there helps so much I don't know if you've noticed this about me but I don't like silence like I have to have music or yeah. something playing all the time I don't like being alone with my thoughts which maybe I need to work on that but <laughs> this is great for that for a limited time pretty basic listeners get 25% off a calm premium subscription at calm.com slash basic that's calm.com slash basic get unlimited access to all of Calm's content today, content baby content, at calm.com slash basic. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash basic. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just had a weird moment. I feel like I'm the opposite. Really? So you being like, yeah, no, I don't really care about that as much for me. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I can really relate to that. But then you caring, which is weird because normally I would feel like I would care. But again, I think something I've realized is when it comes to like publicly online, I care less a little more about that. But when it's people in my life, I care more about what they think than like a mass audience where you're slightly, you're a little opposite, right? Yeah, yeah. Where like, I think that's a crazy way how we also balance each other. Because the really whole time I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're like, but I don't care about that. I was like, oh, <laughs> a girl <laughs> I, was really, I was up till that point. We have got to yeah. step it back now. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool though. I like that we're different in that way. But um, so yeah, I mean, I think even think back to like middle school and high school and I remember having a falling out with a friend and it felt like my whole world was over and it was so dramatic. And, you know, looking back, I'm like, wow, we just were at different places at that time. Like mm-hmm. literally, and it's funny, we're like, we're friends now. Like, yeah. like we're friends again. And like, whether that happens or not, like you said, like totally fine. Mm-hmm. Someone told us once, I forget who it was, but sometimes someone can be toxic for you, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're a toxic person. Okay, so I've actually thought about this a lot the past year. And that was something that um, kind of kept coming up in my life. I felt like I would see... Um, articles or like quotes or inspirational quotes. I love how we always send each other quotes on Instagram and stuff. But it was saying like two people can be toxic to each other. It doesn't mean that they are actually like bad, toxic, bad, horrible, malicious people. And I think growing up, it was so black and white, good versus evil, like bad versus good Mm -hmm. that like growing up, you kind of have this idea of like, oh my God, they're like, they are horrible. Like they are evil, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when you get older, you're like, oh, like this is just a bad connection. Like something isn't, something's whether just not. Whether it's timing, whether it's just where you are at in your life right now, your morals that you have right now. For instance, something that I've always struggled with, and this has like been from, since like middle school. Shout out to Kaylee. She's definitely listening. <laughs> she... She is a ride or die kind of gal. Like if I hated this girl in high school, she'd be like, yep, we hate her. 
like the girl could have been the nicest person or she's like sorry we hate her which I appreciate and love and I've always like commended her for that that. (laughs) we are not like that and so Kaylee would hate someone and she'd be like we hate them and I'm like okay I know that they weren't nice to you but like maybe they were just having a bad day maybe and you're trying to justify and she's like no we hate them I'm like I'm trying so hard to hate them I really am and I could see because that's her love language is being so loyal and Mm -hmm. like I have your back if you're not if you're not back in the same way she would expect that Mm -hmm. um we're just using you Kaylee as an example by the way she's (laughs) listening hey um you know people can like see that and that can throw them off because they're like wait why don't why aren't you you know everyone's love language is so different so that's what's so interesting and so different i know we're the same way i also see on twitter like some people are like you know what screw those people who don't have your back and if if you say that they're if someone does you wrong like your best friend also better like blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. but then i also see other people be like just because someone feels a way about someone like make sure you know for yourself and like so there's two sides and it's just it's perspectives honestly I feel like that's what it really comes down to is two people can just not be on the same page or like see things so differently um and I think that's something really important with toxic friendships and also just a thing within friendships too and how you you know you're gonna have a problem you are going to reach some sort of you know disagreement within a friendship at some point, whether it's one month in, whether it's seven years in, like you are going to reach a disagreement at some point. You're going to butt heads. But a big thing that is going to kind of testify to whether this friendship is going to last or not, or whether it's going to stay toxic or non-toxic is how you communicate through that problem. Mm -hmm. And I've had friends where I've gotten into fights with them, but we both communicate the same way or just kind of both on the same maturity level where we're like, okay, we need to talk this out. Let's figure it out. Okay, from there, we, you fix the problem and it's not a Band-Aid over a crack. It's a, mm. okay, you did this and it hurt me. You did this, it hurt me. I'm so sorry. I'm going to work on fixing this in the next way mm-hmm. and doing that. Or, you know, sometimes you're just completely off and sometimes you you want to talk it out in person. The other person just like doesn't want to talk to you. And like, it's just, it's complete levels of communication. And like sometimes, even if that doesn't match up, then that is going to lead to something toxic and that's Mm -hmm. not as you as a person it's not like you did anything it's just like if you can't communicate properly in any relationship it's not going to work out no and and yeah we're saying friendships but also it could be like toxic relationships Mm -hmm. or anything like that one thing if i'm looking back at the different toxic friendships that i've had and just take like (laughs) taking the other person out and just putting it on me even though it is you know a two-person relationship what i've learned is over the years between like my first toxic relationship and my most recent toxic friendship, my friendships, the first time I just ran. Mm. I like realized that there was some toxicity. I realized like, you know what? For me, it was like this person was just like saying such bad, awful things about their other quote unquote best friend that finally I had that moment where I was just like, oh my God, if they're saying this about them, what are they saying about me? And so at the time that was like one of my first talks it was like my first toxic friendship and I was like I didn't know how to handle it so for me I just ran I didn't express anything to me also it was I saved my breath I saved my energy I was like there's no point because why would I say anything like I I just I know it's it's happening so why even stop and I'd hear from other people like it was happening I was just like okay I quit so I just like ran from that and now I think if it happened, I've gained, I think it came from self-confidence. I think it mm-hmm. came from growing up and also learning to communicate better. I think if I could go back, I definitely would say something because I think that it would have just nipped it in the bud too in the beginning instead of like leaving this like, what happened? What, why did she just like stop being my friend? Whereas I was just like, I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Mm. Whereas now with my most recent toxic friendship, there was a good amount of communication and to the point where we're like very amicable. There's also like, there's listening and then there's listening. Yeah, you know, like wanting to hear what I like, actually listening to what I say, mm-hmm. and there's like mutual respect too. Yeah. When there's respect there, and you're communicating, and you're even though the big thing I think for us was the communication, there was lack of communication, and we communicate on different levels. Mm-hmm. Still, we love each other and respect each other enough to come together and be like, okay, you're doing this, I'm doing this, we need a break, and that's just like where we left it at. And I think the end all thing between that was not only me learning how to communicate better but respect Mm, i i love that respect and i think that's a core like i guess spine you could even say like that's a core thing in all relationships Mm -hmm. you know whether it's a friendship whether it's a toxic friendship whether it's a relationship whether Mm -hmm. it's like a marriage you know what i mean like whatever is like truly having like respect for each other and 
being able to not just like be like, oh my God, well, you said this or blah, blah, like little things mm-hmm. like that. And like being able to be mature and like look at like the deeper stuff. I mean, like a girl is not perfect. Like I struggle with communication so much. Me and that's too. something I'm really trying to work on. Me too. Um, and I think having that mindset of like, yo, we're all figuring stuff out. Like yeah. we're all, you know, so it, I think it's just so easy to point fingers and be like, oh my God, they have issues. Like they did this, can't believe that. Like cut them off. When mm-hmm. in reality, it's like, like you said, it's a two way street. And um, sometimes you might be the toxic person for mm-hmm. them too. Which is hard to hear, you it's, know? It was a hard pill for me to swallow. It really, really was. Yeah, no, same. But I'm, I'm like, I'm working on it. Definitely. Yeah, friends. Feel like we got it done. Feel like we got that. Good big old check mark on toxic friendship. Check. Next. Check. Thank you. <laughs> Next. I feel like I, I feel like everyone just always knows this, but I never really talked about it. But I was in a four-year relationship. Yeah. Which is so long. That's a long time. But I think I also never talked about it for a long time because I haven't actually dated anyone since then. And I used to be really embarrassed by that. I thought people saw that as that I haven't moved on. Mm. Oh wow! Yeah, <gasps> I know. Oh We're my getting god, I deep. love this so much. I'm so. But happy I think right you've now. really helped me though. Of you being so open about like, oh, I've never been in a relationship. But to me, I'm like, oh, Rem, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you know how every time you say something like that, I'm always yeah. like, it's. An, I swear, it's not like but you, a big deal. But when you or, say like, it, you mean it. Though. But I, I mean, mean it to it. you, and I feel like saying it to you so many times. I've been able to look at myself and be like, it's not a big deal. And I used to always try to make myself feel better, being like, I could be in a relationship tonight if I wanted to, <laughs> but yeah. like, it wouldn't be like a real one or one that I like care about, or you know, like I, I've also. It's not special. I've also realized I'm just not like a serial dater. Like I don't just like go on dates every single weekend, which like maybe one day we'll get there, but, or maybe that's just not me. You know what I mean? Um, so I used, (laughs) yeah, I used to be really like embarrassed by that. So I feel like I purposely wouldn't like talk much about my dating life. Yeah. Um, I'm so proud of you. Even like when we started doing this podcast, I know you didn't want to, people would always get on me like, why is Remy talking so much about boys and this and that? It's just like, she needed to have her time to be ready to talk about it. Yeah, and then that combined with not really dating, it's just everyone's like, so Alicia, any guys in your life? And I'm like, nope. Like, I'm like, what do you think? Like, I'll, I'll let you know when there's someone. Aww. Like, um, it's kind of a joke within our friends, which I've been able to laugh at that because I'm like, that's just like not me or whatever. We love self-deprecation. A little healthy self-deprecation can't hurt. But yeah, I definitely learned a lot from that. I will say that was probably the biggest thing in my life so far that's shaped my life, my views You're on like things, pers- which wow. makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, we dated from... High school, high school and college. Yeah, so it so was, I never met him. And no, no, no. A lot of people haven't. I mean, like, see, it's so, it's so, we yeah, add so weird. I still want you to, or I think I want to do a main channel video where you react to Please the boyfriend tag because I, I have it. I would love that. I would die. Oh my god, it's so funny too because I'm sure you have like an image and like, I mean, I know you've seen pictures. I stalked him on Facebook on my own the other day. <laughs> I have to admit. Oh my God. That is a best friend. Oh my God. I was like, what does he look like again? But so we broke up, I think, (laughs) oh my God, forever ago. Speaking of big sis and advice and all that stuff, if I had to say one thing that I learned the most from it, I'm like, could you guess? Listening. Could I guess? Maybe maybe it's too broad. I've said it before, but um, it's truly that time does not heal any wounds. Really? That's, you feel that? Yeah. I think so many people are like, oh, it's okay, just give it time. And I think for me, I was really able just to like not focus on it and like focus on work and distract myself. But we've learned like it comes back. And I can say maybe that's just me, you know, maybe for some people it does. But to me, I think it's such a like time can only help heal things. Like, yeah, obviously, like things don't like hurt anymore because like that. But I had it had to come to a point where I realized, wow, it's been four years. Why am I still thinking about this? Four years. You know what I mean? And I think so many people were just like, it's okay, You just got to give it time. Just got to give it time where I'm like, no, I, I need to figure out the root of why like I'm so hurt good for you though and, but okay but it took like forever so but, that's like, why that was a huge breakthrough that we had and yeah, that was like very recently that was even like a like less than a year ago you yeah. know what I mean yeah. of just being like wow I don't know it's so weird because I think that's such a cliche saying yeah. in the world you know and in society yeah oh my god yeah so I think that's one of the biggest things I've learned wow I see I feel like for me <laughs> Maybe time, time heals everything. For me, it's been time and finding someone new. Time will obviously like help, you know, like, yeah. And that's why people probably say it is because it does help. But I think deeper, deeper issues, like if anything, it probably just caused more insecurity. Now that it's been so long, it's like terrifying to date someone. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh my God, you know? So, well, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like you and I have very different dating styles. Exactly. I, I like I'm casually saying. dating. I, I can like totally serial dating. Just be me. But with you, because you've been, did you date before? Was he like your first? 
like the I guy had that you dated. One boyfriend before that. Okay, see, I had a high school boyfriend, but like I don't count I don't him count because it. I yeah. didn't like him. <laughs> I would oh. hide in my car to run away from him. I wouldn't. I would say it was like a freshman thing. It oh, wasn't like a little freshman fling. Yeah, freshman yeah. fling. So this guy being your like real first relationship. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like when you go into the idea of dating and this is just for you personally i know you're going up <laughs> do, do you feel like i feel like when you you put a lot of pressure on like whoever it is that it's going to be because your your past is literally the first guy you dated was a four-year relationship so you now the idea of casually dating like it not that it doesn't, it doesn't make sense int- but it doesn't it's you've never done it so i get it well also okay so i was just telling ollie this the other day because okay. i um we were driving and i he was asking like, oh, so anyone? Of course. And I was like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then we actually had a great conversation. And I was saying, I was like, I don't know if you're the same because he also doesn't like, uh, can I say that? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, um, he's fine. He's fine. Um, he also did. We, we bond that we both don't like date that much and yeah. stuff. I think something I, I'm very aware that I need to get out of my head is like when I first started dating my ex was so different than how we ended it. Like, like at first I like, I liked him, but it wasn't like anything super deep and crazy in love. You know what I mean? I think there'd be an issue. Yeah. The first oh, date, you're completely. like, marriage. But like over time, that's what like grew. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So now I told Ollie, I was like, it's so, it's hard for me to like forget that I'm not going to feel that way about the next person. Cause it's going to take yeah. time. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like a, oh my God, there's my Prince Charming kind of thing. It's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, like, yeah, he's cool. I guess. Or something, you know what I mean? Like being realistic. I think in the beginning too, I was always to her, I was just like, date, like, let's just go on dates it's like it's so fun I love dating it's so fun you're like no I just don't want to I don't want to and then I finally I like sat down with myself and I'm like okay like you gotta chill around like she doesn't <laughs> want to like you gotta chill but I think it's so I but it you have sense. helped me so much see how like some people are just different like preferences yeah. are different yeah. you know what I mean yeah I I think that it makes total sense and that's why like I don't know if you've noticed I've like chilled back on the whole thing because I don't like <laughs> well, I, I think you just got bored getting the same <laughs> To be no, honest. You know me. <laughs> if I don't care if I get a thousand no's, I will keep going because if I believe in it, I'm gonna push it. But I like realized I was like, you know what? Her whole idea of just dating is completely skewed from mine because well, we've got we have such different paths. YouTube doesn't help in the sense of like seeing so many of my friends being like used or taken advantage of and blah blah blah. And like, oh, they're only <clears> into <throat> them because they have <laughs> 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 only because they're only interested because they have followers and that like that just causes me so much anxiety so like all of that together i'm just like i'm good which like i know obviously like i don't know i feel like this year we're gonna get a little more open maybe like you oh, know we'll maybe a couple dates maybe but also even just last night alone one of our friends went through their first breakup mm, my heart and just like seeing that it was actually really funny because they called me crying and I couldn't understand really what happened, but they just wanted to come over. I was like, come over, doors unlocked, park behind my space, like I'll be home. And so they came over and immediately I text Alicia. I'm like, I need you to come over right now. Like they need us. And Alicia took like a little bit longer because she lives farther. So the friend came over and was just like hysterically crying to me, telling me everything. And I like, I was trying to give as much advice as I possibly could, but I've never been in a relationship and I didn't know. And so I just kept like, I literally was just stalling you guys, (laughs) just like saying whatever I could, like, do you want water? Do you want snacks? Like, here, let me tuck you in. Like, I didn't know what to do. And I was just waiting till you came over. And Alicia said, amazing things but it's no it's true and because of your experience you're able to like relate whereas I can be as empathetic as I possibly can be but but I've never been through it I think so but I a good balance there were things that you said that I was like wow it sometimes it is more black and white you know like I have the more like yeah but like I understand that like you want to like just run to him right now or Mm -hmm. like blah 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 Mm -hmm. you know but you being able just to be like but this happened. Like, mm-hmm. but he said that. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, she's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm a very principal person where like when I heard it, I was just actually, no, I'm not a principal person when it comes to me because I let people it's walk. It's so alone different me, giving advice to other people exactly. than yourself. <laughs> when he was telling me, I was like, he's like, but I love him. And I'm like, I don't care. He did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I've never been in love. But I, I think <laughs> both are great because yeah. you know, you can really I think I'm I don't know, I'm I'm glad that we were able to hopefully try to help a little bit. But I, I think also something, and this is like big sis advice if you are in my position, because I'm sure there's a lot of girls out there who are like me, where you, you're you the one in the friend group who's never been in a relationship, whether you are dating other guys or not, or whether you have no experience or not. I've been there both, both ways. And I always felt really insecure. And I felt 
intimidated and I felt like my opinion didn't mean anything. People like, being when, like, she doesn't know. Exactly. Doesn't like it. even when Asian girls got in us talk about our, because they, as we all know, they are the ones who are like in relationships all the time and they always have their boyfriends and <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry, that's something. You know, things would happen and they'd express like problems they're having. I would give my two cents, but I personally would just feel like it meant nothing. And like I could have not been there and it it wouldn't have mattered. And I've expressed this to them though. Mm. And they've all multiple times because it is something so in- that I'm so insecure about that I've brought it up multiple times and they're great friends for, you know, always making me feel okay about it. They're like, the thing is we love, they're like, the thing is you're not stupid. Like you give That's what good I was advice. just about to say because I feel very similar because it's been so long yeah. that I feel like if I give advice, people will be like, Ugh. Like there's no credibility to there's what no you're saying. There's no credibility because like we get it. Like that was like so long ago. Yeah. Like you, you don't get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you always use that reference or oh, you always like use him as an example. And I'm just like, every time I say, oh, well, when me and like when me and my ex uh-huh. and then i feel like i hear how like repetitive it's been that i i feel very similar where i feel like i feel like it's pointless i feel like not i'm saying they as a very broad term mm-hmm. um you know what i mean so yeah well like knowing that well even just like between you and i right now when you even if you reference your ex and you bring up something like if i'm having a boy issue and i'm like i don't know what to do and you're like well my ex and i did this or this and that like I don't care about how long ago your relationship was. See, but I don't care that you haven't been in a relationship. (laughs) Like, you're smart. You know when someone's being, like, like a jerk or not. You know, you know what you – you have intuition. Like, you know when something's not right or when something's toxic or – so I think that's just, like – it's so funny because we're so similar but so different. And it's just like the same thing. It's a little bit of just it, I think it boils down to just some good old fashioned emotional intelligence. Some good old EQ. Good old EQ. EQ. All right, jumping in to talk about one of my favorite things on this planet, which is called <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were gonna say food. Which is <laughs> called actually though. I know. That's true. I know. <laughs> Your second favorite. <laughs> Food ties into this. It's called HelloFresh, which we've talked about so many times before on pretty much any platform that I have. I swear by HelloFresh. Did you know I found out about it from your vlogs? <gasps> no way. Mm-hmm. I Isn't it just a genius thing, though? It's genius, especially... I wish I had it a few years ago when Ash and I lived in Orange County mm-hmm. because I just remember at that time, both of us didn't know what to cook. There's only two. We just moved out. So we didn't know how to cook for two people. Yeah. And these meals come to you. They come to your doorstep. It's a full meal and it's made just for two or four people. You, you can literally put how many people it's for. Yeah. You can have like, well, there's also different styles. You can have like how many people, whether it's like mm-hmm. family style for two people, for four people, veggie. What is there? Vegetarian. Like, yeah, it's amazing. And it's also just cool because... When you're by yourself, you don't want to cook a glazed balsamic salmon on ginger snap pea something. Do you know? Do you yeah. know? Like, foie gras. I feel like a chef when I cook this yeah. stuff. Yeah. I love it because I talk about this so often, but like you guys, when I say I am not home, I am never home. And it's so great. I know. It's so great because it's so convenient. It shows up at your door in this little box that's like insulated. Everything's nice and fresh. Hello fresh. You take everything out. Everything's like pre-portioned, pre-measured. So you don't have to like go to the store and buy a whole bottle of like white wine vinegar only to use two tablespoons and then never use it again. The recipes are great because I get to try things that I never would have tried before. I get to try like fusion recipes and things like that. It's just like such a no-brainer and I'm obsessed with it. I also love that they all pretty much take like, what, 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. They're so fast and it's all so inexpensive. Take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash Basic80 and enter Basic80. Be sure to take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com slash Basic80 and enter Basic80. What was it like being in a relationship? Honestly, I really liked it. You did? Like, it was just so nice having, like, a best friend who you're, like, dating. And, like, you only want to, like, do stuff with them. To Very comfortable. That, like, companion, yeah. Always to have that, um... Yeah, oh my God. Was it weird like shifting from being such an independent, I'm guessing you were very independent before, to having someone do everything with you? 
Um, I think that was such a pivotal time in my life where like independence, you know, when you're like, cause we dated, we were sophomore to sophomore in college. So oh. sophomore in high school, you're as still young. independent as you can be Yeah, in high as much school. as you can be. Yeah. I remember being like, oh my God, I'm so old and I'm so like, I got all together. And then like, of course, I feel like those four years specifically are so crucial because mm-hmm. it's like not only like graduating and then going into college, like you change a lot in those four years. But I think something that I actually wrote down for something was I... One thing I didn't, I, I've learned is how I, I truly, no, I'm not going to say the word settle, but like, I just accepted that like, okay, you know, we love each other. We're going to get married and I'm probably going to live in this area. That's what I was going to ask you. And I truly was just like, oh no, like that's how it will be. Like I felt very cer- certain about that. Of course, everyone doesn't help when they're like, oh my God, you guys are like the cutest couple, blah, 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 blah. Like you yeah. guys are goals. Like you're so going to get married. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know. It's like like pressure. I was just like, yeah, I know, you know. There's always people, you know, the one or two. I remember um, some people saying like, okay, well, like just so you know, like, it, you're, you know, most relationships don't work out in high school, but you know, a few do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm one of those few. Well, I was so very, very confident. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, this is something so real. Like, this isn't, I know, I know you think you know, but you don't know our relationship. Yeah. When I hear that now, like. But see, you I, need to go through it. Yeah. I guess settling in that sense of like, okay, like, this is my life. And then this is the craziest thing ever. I've told you before, but I'll tell the podcast. We never fought to ever like, which Mm -hmm. maybe that's a flag, whatever. I remember three days exactly before we broke up and I didn't even see us breaking up in any way, shape or form. I just remember I've always been fascinated with LA. I've always loved LA. And I remember I was just driving and I like prayed and I was like, God, like if I'm supposed to do something with my life, like if if me and my ex were to break up, I want to do something Big. I want to do modeling or acting or oh, something my, like that. Oh I was just driving like in this at, like Sam's Club, like trying to get gas. <laughs> and I just remember having that moment. Three days later, we break up out of nowhere. And I was just like, oh my God. And that's when my YouTube channel, like really, like I had had my YouTube channel, but it wasn't anything yet. And that's just when it like Took really off. started taking off. It makes so much sense. I remember being young, driving past downtown LA and being like, oh my God, it's LA. Like, yeah. and I never understood that. Now it makes so much sense to me. And it's so weird how I was so quick And that would be my advice to someone else too. Like even if you're in a relationship and you are meant to be together, do your own passions because that's what you want to do. And like I would have never – I wouldn't be here right now if we didn't break up. Like the girls that fully – the girls that – or guys that stay back when they get a four-year full ride to a certain university and Mm -hmm. like a different state but you want to stay with your – like live your life and if you're meant to be and I see that's the thing is I'm saying all this but I'm like I don't know. Is this cliche? I've never done it but I feel like you – you do have to put yourself first, even though a relationship is compromising. And many guys that I've dated, they're very – I always say this. Guys are really weird where they're, like, really open. At least the ones that I've dated for the most part are very open about their past relationships. And, mm. you know, us being early to mid-20s, a lot of them had their relationships when they were, like, in high school to, like, now and just recently broke up. Or, like, even if they broke up, like, two years ago, there was one that was, like, still very – obviously affected by it Mm -hmm. but I've like talked to them about it and asked and it's like when you are that young and you're naive and you're in a relationship like that you think it's end all you think it's Mm -hmm. end game you think you're getting married so when you break up and you're a little bit less realistic and you haven't really you know seen the world or really grown up really or done any adult things it's it's that much harder because it was such a fantasy in your brain that's what they've told me and I I, I'm assuming that's why a lot of people say like you never forget your first love just because being in that like naive relationship where you are all or nothing and you're like here's my heart please take it that's what I would always say yeah all my future relationships I'm gonna be aware of that and And be like and like and that's just normal because I'm like oh I know how much of myself to give and how much not to you have to get your Figure heart kind of smashed a little I bit. I mean, heartbreak is inevitable. And yeah. I think I think what I do see is when I see, like, a f- our friend or anyone going through, like, their first real heartbreak, I think for me the one thing I'd love to, like, tell them or that, you know, I would love for them to really hear and listen, like, truly listen and take it in is, like, if this is meant to be your rock bottom, let it be your rock you, bottom. before you – when you left last night, our friend that was going through the breakup last night, I was like, the thing is, if this isn't your rock bottom – it could be the significant other or I guess ex-significant other's rock bottom. And like 
not how dare you, but you can't how can that. you take away the rock bottom? If he, if you need to leave for this person to hit the rock bottom to realize I'm doing this wrong, I treated this person this way, I should have changed this. If you need to do that for them, I well, told him, I was like, if he needs this. Completely. Like when I think of the times I've grown the most in my life, it was from a rock bottom moment. Yeah. And like without that, like I wouldn't have grown into who I am. Oh and I God. think that's why breakups are so hard because usually something like that happens. And I think, you know, it's so easy just to forget about it or run back to them. And then now it's just, it's going to be harder and harder the next time. Like if you know in your gut, it's not going to work out. Like I think that's just... Well, like we said in last week's episode, is just like flags, like look at flags and be aware of them. And but I also understand when you are in it and you you're have, in and, you're, it. and when you're emotionally invested in it, whether you're in love or whether you just have feelings, whether you care about the person, whatever. Like red flags, you you don't see anything. I've mm-hmm. always said like you're just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you're just straight <laughs> yeah. up dumb. Oh my god, completely. What but, else do you have on your list? I feel like I've been talking so much. Okay, so on my list, a big big thing that I wanted to touch on, which I didn't even plan on saying anything about until one of my friends brought it to my attention. And it's that it's okay to say no. I, you know me, Alicia can uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, vouch for me here. I am such a like, I only do what I want kind of person. And I don't do what I don't want. So what I mean by it's okay to say no, and I know that there are certain situations sometimes where, you know, you say no, and what you say is not respected it's not understood it's not completely which that whole thing that's a whole separate subject we're taking the me too movement out of it exactly okay let's not look at that (laughs) um that is this whole other thing but with it's okay to say no my friend told me she's that she's gone home with different guys and there has been she's like i just want to be like you where I have no problem saying no if I don't want to do something. She told me that there have been times where she's gone home with different guys and she's like all for it and like so into the idea and like it sounds like fun. She likes the guy, whatever. But then when she gets to his house, something clicks and she's just like, you know what? I don't want to do this. But she's too scared to say no, which I told, I do understand, again, the whole me too thing. But at the same time, he's not going to know if you don't say no. Mm-hmm. Like he up till now, he thinks like you're into it because you were into it. So, you know as scared as you might be of, you know, how um, embarrassed you might be. Like you need to say, even if it's not going home with them, it's just like you at the bar, a guy comes up and talks to you and he's like trying to buy you a drink and you want to talk to him or he's trying to talk to you. You can simply just say like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I would always be like, oh my God, someone's talking to me. Like I have to talk and to like, them. Oh. And then you give them your number because you feel obligated to. Mm-hmm. And then I did this thing where I would just blo- <laughs> block them after, yeah. which is like not nice. And so through that, I realized like, it's okay if a guy comes up to me and I'm not interested. I just say, hey, I'm really sorry. Like not feeling it. Or if I say I have a boyfriend, I like always say I have a boyfriend. Yeah, me too. But uh, you know what? Nine out of ten times they don't care. They're yeah. like, oh, oh my god, mm-hmm. yeah, it's stupid. Like, I was with a guy one time, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling this. Do you remember this story? I, I, <laughs> the guy looks at me and goes, "But it'll only take ten minutes." <laughs> and I literally laugh out loud. I literally, this is like such a me response to. You. I tap his shoulder and I go. That's not cute. And I walked home. (laughs) I walked home. And so, and I, again, I know sometimes when you're in that situation, like if the guy doesn't respect you, if you, you you know, the best case scenario, don't put yourself in that situation. But if you are there, speak up. It's okay to say no. And this is a full circle moment all the time of like really putting yourself first. Yeah. Truly put, like do things for you and no one, like not, it sounds so selfish saying it that way, but in context, I feel like it makes sense of like, you know, just because he, you're like, oh, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like, okay, I'll do it. That's still doing it for him. For, yeah, exactly. You know, or or if if even someone's talking to you and you're like, I'm not into this, but then you're still talking to them the whole time, and you're like, wait, I'm I'm literally putting them before my own needs yeah. right now, and that's not okay. And this is like, this is a you thing. Yeah, and that's hard. Oh my god, I I would feel so awkward too, being like, oh, like you know, like thinking about what if, or I don't want to make it more awkward, mm-hmm. or blah blah blah, mm-hmm. or like, well, how? Well, then I start having the full conversation in my head, and I'm like, ah, now I'm just overthinking it. Like, mm-hmm. I totally understand. I mean, I have but absolutely I think, no regrets saying no, no to that. Guy. <laughs> but I love that, and I think a lot of that too comes from this self worth standpoint of like, no, I deserve better than this, or oh, I don't want to, or I just, oh, or yeah. At the end of the day, I just don't feel like it. And like the thing is with that specific guy, I wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to until I didn't, and mm-hmm. that's why I was like, you know what? Peace out, dude. If you felt like it was okay and you wanted to and then you don't, that's completely fine. If from the get-go you don't want to, say no from the get-go. Or being so truthfully honest saying, you know what? I thought I was into it and I'm not. Yeah. And 
that's that. Like that's, it needs to take that takes one second to say that. And the the guy and like the thing is all this could be completely reversed too. Mm-hmm, We're just coming from completely. our personal standpoints, but you know, no means no. The biggest thing of all of this also as we all know, consent mm-hmm. is necessary with everything. Consent mm-hmm. if you're going to do it, use protection, be smart about it, yeah. contraception, all that sort of stuff. Okay. Next up. So after the episode talking about my virginity, the amount of messages and questions oh and tweets, even more so than more in the past, oh my like God. 50 times more. And so many people telling me that they are 21, 22, 23, 30, 35, however old, or even like 16. Someone was like, I lost my virginity when I was 12. Oh my God. Like it happens. Oh, the double standards is a whole other thing too. I want to talk about because I think the thing is, if a guy were on here talking about how many girls he's hooked up with, guys would be like, oh, they'd be yeah, like, yeah, man, dude, it's yeah. just such, Whereas it's if I talk about well, me talking about it, I can guarantee, I already know, like I'm signing up literally to be slut shamed right now. I know that. But. Again, it's worth it to me. A lot of a big question that I got though was like, do you feel like you just threw away your virginity? Mm. Do you feel like you just like you you hit that breaking point? You're just like, okay, anybody can have it. Like, what was your what was your plan? Because I feel like everyone does kind of have a plan yeah. with it, which is strange to say. But growing up, I always thought that I was going to lose it after marriage. Okay. I really did. I, growing up in a Christian household, I thought that's how you do it. Yeah. And then as I got older, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm in a relationship. And then I ended up losing it, not in a relationship. And, you know, sometimes you can plan anything and the cards just don't play out like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't think I threw it away. I think that the biggest thing with losing it for me, and again, this is different for anybody, but mm-hmm. make sure there is mutual respect there. I think at the end of the day, leading back to what we talked about earlier, like there needs to be respect and you need to trust the person. And for me, I felt like those two things were there, those two factors. I was, I was just going to say, I think a hard part is a lot of people, again, when you're in it or you're like, oh, he's like nice, I like him or whatever, like you, you truly convince yourself, like you think that, they do until later you don't and it's like what can you and then you have that regret and then like how can you avoid that you know but that's but you can't avoid it that's the thing is in that in like in the moment and what I knew at the time I was like yeah I think and I still think I think he did respect me and I think he did like I did trust him so to me I felt it was time but if I've learned anything through all of this through all the guys is you need this is the biggest thing be real with yourself I went into this with my rose colored glasses just like the whole dating scene Mm -hmm. and those got ripped off me so quickly I used to say I don't want a relationship I don't want a relationship but do you think truly now I don't want a relationship like when I say it I feel like I mean it yeah and And when I I say it I mean it and for me too I think it's hard because like you know haven't dated in a while and a lot of you know there's times where I'm like oh yeah I don't want it and I can there's been times I've seen people be like oh yeah like you do like be, you know what I mean and I'm mm-hmm. like no like as much as I joke about being single AF or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. like oh my god I'm forever alone like that kind of stuff like deep 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 down like my last year alone I look at it and I'm like I can't even think about caring for someone else that way because I have to focus I literally like I have so much of my own shit going on oh that I God. truly need to like deal with that first. I don't want to put someone through but that. You need to be a whole as cliche <laughs> they as it is. Put them through it. You, they don't deserve it. They don't. They're not signing up for it. It's like you yeah. need to be as cliche as it sounds. You need to be a whole and find another whole. Otherwise, you can't be a half looking for someone to fix you. That's always one quote I've always lived by. I truly believe it. It's like you can't be someone else's um, half until you can be a whole on your own. It's so true, and you can't expect someone to love you if you can't love yourself. These are just cliches. But there's a reason them, why they're cliche. They're so true. But if I've learned anything, it's be real with yourself. And you are the hardest person to be real with. It is so hard to be honest with yourself and really dig deep and look inward and figure out what do you want. And so many people are asking me like, because I am doing the casual thing and I live for it right now because it's what I want and Mm -hmm. I don't want a relationship. But at one point, you know, I think that I had just wanted one because I was like, oh, this is what everybody does. Like, this is well, what I'm supposed like, to do. Yeah. I feel like I'm supposed to until I finally realized, like, I see our friend crying on my couch over something. And, like, I just look at that. I'm like, I, I don't have t- not time for this. But, like, I don't want to even put myself, like, in the position to feel that right now because I just – I got to focus on me. I've got a lot of my own shit to get through mm-hmm. before I can even think about that. So that's right. why right now I was real with myself. And for the longest time, I wasn't. For the longest time, I was like, I want a relationship. I want – or actually, no, I wanted a relationship, but – I was telling myself, I don't. I'm cool. Casual 2018. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, because I was real with myself and it took me a long time, I'm like, okay, 
I really genuinely do not want a relationship. I want to do the casual thing and it's fun for me now. Also, I think a keyword is like any relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like, of course, we all, uh, if my Prince Charming was to walk through this door right now, I'd be like, okay, bye guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Which of is, course. With the people in my life that I've met up until now that I've dated, none of them for me have been enough for me to want a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And there have been times where I've won a relationship with guys and they, don't want it with me. There have been times where guys definitely want more with me. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I just don't feel it exactly. to explore more. Again, the respect. It's like once you don't feel it for that person, but you, you can, you know, you, when someone like feels more for you, you got to cut it off because that's just a respect, the respectful thing to do. So let's give some love to third love your inner cheerleader just came out and she's also let's give some love to third to third love (laughs) sorry wow everyone is exiting out right now (laughs) sack that quarterback in case you didn't know we were both cheerleaders actually Mm -hmm. well i was a song leader but yeah well as you guys know i love third love they are amazing i wore the underwear that i got from them yesterday and i the whole day i was just so happy oh i really liked their underwear it's was it so the good. the seamless thong mm-hmm. oh my god amazing and when they say seamless they mean seamless it actually no like that's the, the best seamless underwear i've ever tried you heard it here first i really really mean <laughs> it i really do so if you're in need of a new bra or underwear you can go to thirdlove.com i freaking love them literally <laughs> i'm not even kidding guys it's so great because i say it all the time but i still am mind blown over the chart of why no other lingerie stores or like any other bra companies. store com- I was just I was blanking I was like bug bra company girl we got it yeah I like I don't know why the sizing hasn't changed over the years yeah. because everyone is so different everyone like you know what's cool though is I think that third love is pioneering that new idea of oh. that bra stores and companies and lingerie companies need to change that. I can't wait to start seeing other companies having half sizes. Like I am a half size bra. I had no idea. Yeah. It makes total sense. It's one of those things where you're just like, whoa, why didn't anyone think of this first? I've also had my bra for a while and you know how the underwire can like start poking through? Yeah, It hasn't done that at all. And I wear it almost every day. So I really, really love that. And the way I know I'm a half size is because they have this quiz online that you take. Literally 10 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's really fun. It literally takes less than a minute and it helps find the right shape and size bra for you. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash basic now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash basic for 15% off today. Can I ask a question? Yeah, we please. can totally cut it if you yeah, don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember before you, you do this thing, which I know you're aware of. So again, we can cut it. <laughs> oh, we got a nervous. Um, where you say things out loud a lot to like convince everyone yeah. when like it's almost really obvious that like that it's not. you're spe- trying to convince yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I remember around um, that time, I remember you being like, no, 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 I won't catch feelings. I won't catch feelings. I won't catch feelings. Like, you know, it was very, you're very adamant about that. And I was like, okay, you won't catch feelings. Like, I, I you know, whatever. Are we talking about just the losing. casually? Losing oh, it. losing it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and I remember you being very adamant about that. Like, no, 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 I won't. I won't. And um, totally... I was supporting you, girl. I was like, okay, like, whatever. I'm here either way, you know? And um, looking back, were you convincing yourself or did you truly think that? Like, or did you know deep down, you're like, ooh, I'm probably going to catch feelings. You know what I mean? Like, That's the thing. Okay, this is great. I totally forgot that story and I really should tell that story. Yeah. I, okay, so when I lost it, and that's the thing, it's like, scientifically speaking, when you have sexual intercourse. <laughs> biology the, 101. Yes, biology. <laughs> We're pretty talking, basic. <laughs> we should have like a little ringtone, a little jingle. But scientifically speaking, your body releases serotonin, mm-hmm. which can often be mistaken for love. And like, we can get into that all, you know, then it's just like a feeling. And like, it's just, again, scientifically, it Chemical happens bond. on different levels. Yeah, chemically speaking. But I had this moment where I was, again, I was just at the point where I was just like, I'm done. I like, I, I just want to get it not get it over with because it sounds so bad. No, I think you can say that though because anyone in the similar situation would uh, agree they feel or maybe not anyone. Sorry, I I wanted to get it over with but I think I found someone who I was like I trust you. I know you respect me. We're not in a relationship but like at this point I was like You meet some of my standards. It's okay, yeah. You know like you know you know when it's gonna like happen like there's like a poem and like I had every right in that moment to say I don't want to and Mm -hmm. I know he would have been like okay, I'm sorry but I'm not kidding you guys. I had this movie moment where literally like it was a second long of like me deciding like do I want this or not and I'm not kidding it felt like 
time stopped. I those and, moments are crazy. and I told everybody about this after like literally the next day I was like, Oh my god, I had this crazy moment. They're like, No, like there's no and I'm like, I swear to God, I had this like full on I talked to myself a lot. And I had this full on like conversation with myself in my head, like, Rem, you can do this if you want, but no, you're doing this for you. If you do this, it's not gonna make him like you anymore. It's not gonna make him all of a sudden fall in love with you. Like if you're doing this, it's for you and you only. And after my talk with myself in my head, I was like, yeah, I want to. So that's the night that I went through with it. And I don't think, you know what, scientifically, if we're talking serotonin stuff, I'm sure more emotions came into play. But I do think that I'm a logical enough human being that I I didn't really let that kind of affect my feelings. My feelings were just like separate from that. There was a few stories earlier. I was like, okay, wait, I remember we mentioned, like I wanted to- To bring that I up. To I totally about forgot that. about that. I think that's crazy. Like not many people have a moment like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not many well, people are able to be real. Like, what? For, to be able to say, he's not going to love me. So many people are like, oh, he'll love me more if I have his kid. You know what I mean? No. Like That's what I'm saying. Be real with yourself. Yeah, I think and that's like, so important. Because of that first guy and that first experience I had, I think I learned enough to the point where I can do the casual thing now and like that and know that's what I want and like go through it. And that's why like I don't catch feelings for anything casual now if I know it's going to be casual, which I'll get into that later. But for instance, I think you need to figure out who you are as a person and how you kind of deal with things because I have a friend who is such a dreamer, such a like, you know, will fall in love on the first first night. Whereas I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm mm-hmm. not that kind of. I'm more realistic. Yeah. I think like even that moment right there proves mm-hmm. like how I think versus my friend was going on a date. This was a long time ago, but she was going on a date. She called me. It was a guy that she like met on like Tinder or something. And she's like, oh, I like, I really like him. Should I hook up with him? And this was the first date. I told her, I was like, the thing is you live still far away, far away from me. If you decide you want to and, you know, you you change your mind, like, I can't come pick you up and take you home. Like, you have to decide this for yourself. So if you want to, fully support it. And, you know, no slut shaming is allowed ever. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if you want to do it, do it. But I think that we need to just be logical here. We know you. We know your track record. I'm going to be honest. If you do it, you're going to fall for him and it's not going to be good. But even if you do, as your best friend, I'm here to pick you up. If you if he falls in love with you and you guys get married, I will be there at the wedding with a t-shirt cannon. If, you, <laughs> if it doesn't work out, then, you know, I'm there to pick up the pieces. And, like, that is what you do as a best friend. I think it's so important to have people in your life who can be real with you like that in mm-hmm. a supportive way. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are real with you, but they're putting you down. They're making you feel horrible. And, like, that can be toxic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, that's... I think it's so important to, no matter what, try to find someone who can be real with you. Because, of course, in moments, especially with relationships, you can be so blind because you're in love. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to be that, like, you don't want to be that person where people are all like, oh, yeah, it's not going to last. But not say that to your face. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you need people who can be real with you and to be like, hey, like, but I support you no matter what your decision is because yeah. I'm here to support you. Exactly. That's my job. It's not my job to go jump in there if she's about Tell to get it on and be like, or- uh-uh, girl, we're not doing this. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, with that friend specifically, she ended up going through with it that night and l- fell in love with this guy who ended up being a douchebag, <laughs> douche like bag. we called from the beginning. <laughs> but, you know, she needed to go through that and she grew so much from that. And then from then on, she was able to be more real with herself and be like, and, okay, so I'm the type of girl who if I hook up with a guy, And I maybe fall she for never him. had that moment until you said it, mm-hmm. you know, of like, oh my God, is that my past record? Like, is that something I tend to do? Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I feel like that was probably a big moment, you know? I think just, like, I can't reiterate it enough. Be real with yourself. And I know it sucks sometimes to be real with yourself and figure out you have these faults or you have things that you want (laughs) to change and you see how far you have to go. But like in the future and growing from it, like there are no downsides from that. I look at myself last year and there were so many instances where I thought I was one way, truly believed my heart, soul, full body (laughs) that I was a certain way. And now after going through certain things, looking back and being like, yo, girl, you, you stupid. No like, <laughs> I'm like, you have, you were lying to yourself. Yeah, that's and I think that's what's hard, though, is, you know, when you have people like say something or you think you're one way and then you're like, no, oh, my God, you don't know me. Like, I'm not like that. Yeah. But to be able to be real and to be like, oh, like, if I feel this way, maybe why am I feeling this way? And I don't know. That's just self um, awareness. Awareness is something I think both of us have really um, dived Die. I was trying to find the right word. Yeah. Truly like 2018, 20, 
the beginning of 2019, I think being more self-aware has been one of the biggest things that's helped me grow. Um, It's hard because you almost get kicked down 20 million steps before you can go forward because you realize how you're not, you don't have your shit together or whatever. And you're like, you've uh, got a long ways to go. You have a long ways to go. But that is still so much further than just being blind in that naive bubble we were talking about of the rose colored glasses and think, you know, well, if my last piece of boy advice I can give, and like this took me a while to understand, but like I think this is vital key information. If I'm being real with you guys, the real tea. Guys are so not complicated. We make it so much harder Facts. on ourselves. We do this thing where like, if something's going wrong, we do it with guys, but also just like in life, like when we are like, oh my god, does he mean this? Like, oh, is he? Mm-hmm. He's watching my story. What does this mean? Blah blah blah. One of us will just be like, "Facts," and yeah. we just lay out the facts, like. He didn't text you today. This didn't happen. We know this. And you're like, yep, I'm right. Yep. You're, I'm good now. And it's so easy just to like daydream and think about different we, things. And like and overanalyze like, oh, me overanalyzing everything. Mm-hmm. And then just to be able to be like, hey, fact check. And you're like, oh, you're right. Like we only talked for two seconds and that was all. You know he probably what I mean? skipped through my story. He probably yeah. was talking to someone while just clicking his finger on the right hand side of his phone. But guys are so black and white. And I see it time and time again. If a guy tells you I'm looking for a relationship, like they're looking for a relationship. If they say they're not looking for a relationship, they I don't care how much you try to convince yourself that they're not. They're just not looking for a relationship. Where girls are like, oh, no, I'm not. But deep down, they're like, oh, but I really, really, but I really, really do. Yeah. <laughs> or they think like, oh, my God, like I can be that one girl that's going to make them change their mind. Which like, granted, you could be the one percent that could. You could. But be real with yourself figure out what you want something that's helped me that i've told you a few times too is like 99.9 percent of the time it's not gonna work out yeah that 0.1 percent it will i think so like just the idea of marriage and all this stuff it's so like you know everyone's just like looking and trying to find it 23 and 25 it's like what is gonna happen it's gonna happen and i remember even telling you that you're like you're right yeah like why rush it all yeah but like guys are like if i can say anything like they are unless they're a fuck boy which i don't think i've had a fu- no i've had a fuck boy. oh my god wait did we ever give him a nickname um low man low man yeah okay i had like a true fuck boy. like i knew but that's the thing is i knew what i was signing up for he's literally in my phone is the tongue emoji i remember but like you know getting into that like be real and know what you want like for instance we go to ohio yes and i there's a guy there that i like i i like and he's so cute and we're like very attracted to each other he's like so cute. Mm-hmm. But the, he lives in Ohio. I live in LA. That's not going to work. Facts. Facts. <laughs> facts. He lives however far away Ohio is from here. Facts. I'm not looking for a relationship. Facts. He's not looking for a relationship. So when I see him, it's like fun and we have a great time. And then I come home and it's like I get back to my normal life. But that's because I was real with myself. If I went there and I met him, I'm like, oh, we're going to get married in this Ohio chapel and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Like that that's setting myself up for I think a lot of so hurt. important to be real with yourself. Oh, my God. I love this episode. I did, too. I hope that. I actually really do think. Oh, also, yes, it hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I hit all. Of those were like the most. The questions is like, how do you not get hurt? Did it hurt? <laughs> those two alone. Just two pain, two different pain levels. Then one's in the heart, <laughs> one's in the in, internally a little more. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. Um, I would, I would love to do a straight up like Q and A episode one time. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, I feel like this answered you know some questions you guys had, or maybe just got to know us a lot more. Because I mean, I am so ridiculously proud of you for opening up so much just now. Oh my god, thanks. I really am. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, um, and follow us on Twitter, and follow us on Instagram, and follow us on YouTube, and um, all that shameless self-promo stuff. We love it. I'm picturing the music right now building. Anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Wow, dang it, I did YouTube. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye.